Hello, office mates, and welcome to the maiden episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball Edition, brought to you by myself, Wes Ibarra, and Offsea Sport. That's O F F C I E S P O R T. Before we get into this quick one tonight, I do want to thank everyone for the support, the likes, the ratings, the reviews. Once again, it means a lot to me, and it keeps me motivated to keep the project going. Uh, with projects like this, as well as other projects that I do have uh, in my mind and other projects that could be in the works in the near future. Um, please spread the podcast along to friends, family, colleagues, anyone who'd be down to join the Office Sports Talk conversation, whether it's through the greats of our era or our Northwestern Wildcats. Um, anything and everything is very helpful at this point in the show's life. Uh, I'm available on most podcast platforms. Uh, and Instagram at Offsea Sports, so that's O F F C I E S P O R T once again. Um, hopefully, this episode finds you well tonight, whether you're on your way home, putting in overtime, chilling at home, thinking about all things Northwestern basketball and football. Uh, earlier in the week, I did release the recap episode of the game against Maryland. Um, get to hear my enthusiasm on that big win at home against the Terrapins. And now we get to talk about basketball. It is now that time of the year. College basketball is back. We're now awakened from the slumber from March Madness, that very awesome round of 32 run that the Cats had last year. And now the team is back in business and ready to start up 2023-2024 with a new outlook new perspective, and a lot of experience with a lot of newcomers on this team. And hopefully this Cats team can make a surprise run again, or maybe better yet, make a more established run and uh, tell the Big Ten that last year was not a fluke. This was more of a, this is our coming out party, and here we are to stay and compete with the likes of our bitter rivals, Illinois, Purdue, Indiana, Michigan State, Michigan, all the big time um, names in the Big Ten Conference. But of course, let's keep things one game at a time. Before I get into the uh, exhibition game, I did want to note that the Cats are expected to uh, be eighth overall in the uh, Big Ten standings according to the preseason poll, um, just behind Ohio State. So Purdue 1, Michigan State 2, Maryland 3, Illini 4, Badgers 5, Hoosiers 6, Ohio State 7, and Northwestern 8th with Iowa behind. Uh, as far as preseason note, um, sorry, preseason nominations, it looks like they expect Boo Booey to be on the uh, preseason first team, and it looks like that's probably the most notable Northwestern player on uh, any kind of a preseason watch list. So as Bryce Gallagher is the fearless leader on football, uh, Boo Booey is the fearless leader for Cats men's basketball. Um, so let's get into that. Let, let's hope uh, that the uh, pundits are wrong in this case. I could see Northwestern landing another two seed again, as long as they can string quality wins like they did last season. Um, of course, that's 
it's not to say that I'm going to put on record that, you know, the Cats are going to beat Illinois twice or Purdue twice or Michigan State twice. You don't know until you play, right? That's the that's the point of all of this. Uh, and, of course, with all the expectations from last season, um, it would be very... It would be very um, not wrong, for lack of a better term, to think that the Cats can repeat. But also, you know, this is sports at the end of the day. Just because a team did well the year before doesn't mean that it'll repeat. But I do have full faith in uh, Coach Collins and his staff and the guys on the floor to put a good product at Welsh Ryan Arena, night in and night out for the Evanston faithful like myself and those on campus and in the community. So with that being said, um, before I get into game zero, uh, as I like to call it, uh, I used to be a basketball manager. So I used to be a manager for the Loyola women's basketball team. So of course I was very excited for times like this when I was an undergrad, um, a preseason exhibition game, usually against a uh, lower division opponent. Um, it's one of those exciting times because sure, the game does not count. However, it does bring energy. It brings um, some kind of happiness to everyone involved on both teams and both fan bases. Because it, again, like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, basketball is back. And it's a preseason game slash, you know, refresher for all of us. You know, I remember my first exhibition game, my second. Um, and of course, it's one of those things where, like any uh, preseason matchup, it's there to just, you know, get the kinks out, see what the team is looking like at this point in the year. And it also gives us a better idea of what the team has going into the season. Sure. Um, there is a little bit of pressure when you are the uh, home team or the Division One team in this case because it does look kind of funky if you were to lose to a lower division team, uh, even if the game doesn't count. However, it does just give you some kind of firm understanding of how this team gels together and how much the players have uh, applied from practice and workouts and camp to the actual game because again sure the games don't count but there's still stats being recorded there's still film being put out so of course whatever you show behind the camera and whatever you put on the floor and also the ball doesn't lie so it gives everyone uh, on both sides not just areas of strength but also areas of improvement and that also goes for the benches too so and even the referees, if you if you will. So, of course, uh, the Cats uh, last night had their exhibition game against fellow in-state school McKendry, which is a Division II school named the Bearcats. It's funny because last night's matchup were was containing teams where both teams had the nickname of Cats, Bearcats versus Wildcats, and both teams were purple. So, um, of course, it's pretty easy to differentiate who's who right uh northwestern in their home uh, white jerseys while mckendry was in their away purples but it's just kind of coincidental i guess in a, in a way but um yeah so mckendry coming in from the glvc uh, i believe that's great lakes valley conference if i'm not mistaken 
Um, and of course, our cats representing the Big Ten. Uh, and it was a seven o'clock tip. And of course, the cats did not seem to be unfazed or have any first game jitters. Or, well, I'm sure there were first game jitters, but, you know, they looked to be a team where they looked very complete. The Cats come away with a 85 to 63 victory. Once again, nobody improves, nobody falls record wise because these games do not count. However, it gave the fans, it gave the coaches, um, and it gives Northwestern fan podcasters like me um, an idea of how the team is looking right now. And as far as I can see from the stat sheet, um, it looks like Northwestern played a pretty complete game. So they had Brooks Barnheiser, Ryan Lanborn, Boo Booey, Ty Berry, and Matthew Nicholson starting. Brooks Barnheiser led all players in scoring with 29 points. His stat line was, besides the points, five steals, four blocks, one turnover, four assists, with only one foul and seven rebounds. Perfect from three, four for four, 12 for 17 from the field. Second leading score was Ryan Langborn with 13 points, three steals, one block, three assists, three rebounds. He did have the most or second most fouls among Wildcats with three. And Boo Booey, our fearless leader, had 10 points, one turnover, nine assists, three fouls, one rebound, and shot three of nine from the field, two for six from three, two for three at the charity stripe. Um, while on the McKendry side, the leading scorer was Milos Vicentic with 19 points, one steal, six turnovers, one assist, three personal fouls, and four rebounds. Um, the second leading scorer came off the bench for McKendry. Luca Mateski, 13 points, three turnovers, three assists, five rebounds, and shooting five for eight from the field in 21 minutes of play. Um, the biggest stat I do want to point out was the turnovers. McKentry, as a team, had 20 turnovers relative to the three turnovers that um, our Cats had. So, very good night on defense for the Wildcats. You want to have good defense, not just today but also the rest of the season especially when you got guys on the other side uh, especially when you get into big 10 play where these guys will be scoring these guys will be physical uh and perhaps possible nba prospects right so if you could defend against them uh, whether it's individually or from a team effort this team is going to do just fine and i believe that's what helped this team quite a lot during their stretch run at the um, midway point through the end of last season. Defense, defense, defense. That's what really, really helped them uh, through that year and into the NCAA tournament. Um, the team did grab 28 rebounds, and they actually got out-rebounded 33-28 to 28 in favor of McKendry. Uh, fouls were about the same with 15 apiece. I will say on offense, though, the assists, 25-12. to 12. Um, in favor of our cats, uh, that that's very encouraging. It means that we're finding each other um, to score baskets. It's not necessarily a selfish effort. Uh, and what I'm trying to say is that the cats played a complete game last night. I understand. Again, it was against a lower division opponent. It's a game that technically doesn't count. It's a game that this team is technically supposed to win. However, again, with it being 
actual game action. Everyone's playing at game speed. It's not a scrimmage. It's not a, you know, five on five drill or whatever. It's actual practice. Buckets count. Actually officiated. And with Northwestern playing a good game on both sides of the ball, that's very encouraging going into Monday night when they open up against Binghamton for when it actually counts. Um, and the stat sheet does show that, right? So uh, overall, the team shot 50% from the field, which is very good. 39.4, almost 40% from three. So again, a good def uh, offensive night and defensive night for the team. Uh, McKendry wasn't too far behind percentage-wise, right? 48.1 from the field, 41.7. They actually shot better from three than the Wildcats. But um, one thing that I really do find kind of worrisome, even though it's just one game, is the free throws. Cats only went to the line thirteen or um, for 13 attempts, only made six, 46.2 from the line. Although... McKenzie only had five attempts, so it's good on the Cats for not getting into foul trouble as a team. But having those chances and only shooting 46.2%, that's not good. That's not going to win you games. Um, when you have opportunities at the charity stripe, you got to convert. Because that's why they're called free throws. They're free, right? So if you can make those two points or three points undefended, right that's just only going to help you uh get a lead or chip away if you're playing from behind so really that's hopefully something that can be turned around come monday night but overall it looks like the team played a very good game against a pretty good team that fought in the second half um so just by looking at the scoring breakdown at the half, the score was 30 to 45 in favor of our Cats. But in the second half, uh, McKendry scored 33 points, while the Cats only scored 40. So the, there was a little more um, of an even game in the second half, but luckily the Cats built a big enough gap in the first half to keep the game uh, far away from the Bearcats and to get that 85 to 63 victory. But overall i was pretty pleased i was pretty excited it was just again more so just nice to see northwestern basketball again and just seeing the whole um the whole package this cheer squad the band the student section sure it wasn't a full house per se but we're just happy i'm just happy to see that northwestern basketball is back um but yeah you know that's really all i have for tonight uh, so congrats to uh, the Cats for winning their preseason game against um, McKendry. Uh, this can give a lot of confidence going into Monday night for their season opener and their home opener against Binghamton. While the Cats are playing a team that went 13 and 18 last year, this isn't a game that should be taken lightly, right? Um, of course, whether that team was 18 and 13 or 13 and 18. There's always going to be talent, and there could be an instance where a team that could be a huge underdog can um, catch a team like the Cats on a bad night. So, of course, the Cats got to do everything they can to prepare for this team and uh, make sure that when they 
uh, suit up and take the floor at a Welsh Ryan Arena on Monday night. They aren't looking foolish out there. I think the players to watch out for are Armin Harried, who uh, looks to be the team's top returning scorer and rebounder, uh, averaging 12.6 points a game and 6.3 rebounds in America East play. There also looks to be a lot of impact from Masood Stewart, Dan Petcash, who uh, was a longtime starter for uh, the Binghamton uh, team. And they look to have Samir Torrance, who is a transfer from Syracuse. So there is some talent on that team and talent that has played a lot of college basketball. Uh, over the years of watching um, the college style of play, I see that experience does really play a role. That's why you see a lot of upsets at times, especially in March, where you could get a number one seed that's full of five-star recruits, full of possible NBA lottery picks, get beaten by a team that is perhaps from a smaller conference, smaller town, or even a you know big city school, but smaller school in size. But because their starting five or their rotation has been playing together for three or four years, or even five years, they play, know how to play together, know what works for them, what doesn't. And of course, they find a way to defend a team, especially if that team is just that much more talented than, than them individually. Uh, so a lot to watch out for and also a lot to consider going into Monday night's game. Um, it looks like the Cats are 18-point favorites going into Monday night, so the odds makers or the predictors are expecting a blowout win. Uh, on home court for the Cats, but of course, you can never ever take those numbers for granted. As much as I would love to see, you know, the Cats win by 18 or 28 for all I care, you got to play 40 minutes and you got to play quality basketball for those two halves. Um, you can't win it one half and lose the second half. You got to win both. So hopefully the Cats can bring that complete game energy uh, to Monday night against Binghamton. Uh, this is a team that's also projected to finish fourth in their conference. And I'm not trying to say that, you know, um, that's, that's weak sauce or whatever because America East is not Big Ten. But like what I said in the football episode uh, when Northwestern played UTEP, right, just because they're in a smaller conference, they could be very well uh be that team that teams watch out for and um, are worried about because they know that they could be sneaky good and sneaky good in conference can also translate to sneaky good uh, um playing non-conference against bigger schools so just something to look out for um i do think that the cats will win this game by double digits um not necessarily sure by how much but i could see a scenario where the Evanston faithful are sent home happy because the Cats got that first win and first game out of the way. Um, for those that won't be able to make the game at Welsh Ryan Arena, the game is on Big Ten Plus if uh, you're looking to watch. But if you are looking to listen on the radio, it's also on WGN 720, the same network that holds um, Northwestern football. So there you have it for the maiden episode of the Wildcat Offense Basketball Edition. I hope you enjoyed listening tonight or tomorrow morning, whenever you get to it. Feel free to listen to the Wildcat Offense Football Edition on uh, my takes on how the football team's doing, 
like I said in a recap episode, it's the season that keeps on giving. The cats are four and four. I mistakenly said four and three in the recap episode, and I apologize for that, but it's four and four, and we couldn't be happier with four games left to go. All those, or not all, but most of those games can be very winnable, but tonight it's all about basketball. Looking forward to the Binghamton uh, matchup. Uh, early next week, I want to say around Tuesday or Wednesday will be the recap episode for the basketball team against Binghamton, and Tuesday for the recap for football against uh, Iowa at Wrigley Field. So once again, Northwestern Faithful, pack Wrigley Field. We want to make the Cats feel at home as if, you know, it's Ryan Field 2.0. I know they've done a good job at that, but we need to overrule the Iowa fans here. And this is a game that needs to be won. Every game is a must-win game for that team. And um, the preview episode will be coming out later this week. So once again, thank you so much for joining me in the conversation tonight. It means a lot. Pass it along to friends, family, colleagues, whoever thinks they can join in on the sports conversation, office sports talk. I can be found on most podcast platforms and on Instagram, O-F-F-C-I-E-S-P-O-R-T. Thank you all again for your time and support, and go Cats! Bye. <laughs>